Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, if you want to give us a call, you can talk. We've got time. But before we do anything else, Trav, we were, we, we're supposed to have spoken to this bloke a few weeks ago, but uh, kind of did a bit of a run on us. But he's our friend. He's everybody's friend. And that's the football director of Adelaide United. And that is Bruce Yate. Bruce, thanks for sharing your time with Trav and I tonight. Thanks for having me on, guys. Bruce, uh, Bruce uh, now, obviously, uh, firstly, I want to say this. I bet you didn't think the job was going to be as hard as it is because you must be going through a few tough times over the last few weeks. In On-field and off-field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. Yeah. So, um, How are you handling yeah, it all? No, it's, it's, it's entertaining. I mean, it's a good experience in terms of, you know, I say it's a one-in-hundred-year event, this coronavirus, so the challenges that, we're facing now, um, you know, uh, navigating them is, is obviously good for experience and, and it's also um, interesting to be in unprecedented times. In saying that, you know, on-field on performances as well, the honeymoon period, cert, the honeymoon period is certainly over. So, you know, the, the, the poor performances on the, on the field have brought a lot of things into sharp focus. And again, it's... Uh, you know, a good, a good chance to try and turn things around. You're right, Brie. I mean, you, we can't sugarcoat it. We know the performances have been unacceptable, but uh, and you must probably get asked this just about every day and quite a few times a day. What, in your opinion, you've played the game, you only just finished. What, in your your opinion, uh, is going on? What, what's the problem on the field? Very difficult to sum it up quite, quite simply. I think, um, you know, we... In my role as director of football, I always leave the on-field staff to the coaches. So the coaches are essentially the CEOs of the team. They need to decide who plays, how they play, and all the rest of it. Um, I, my job is really to give the coaches all the best possible tools to be as successful as possible. So I, I, I believe, honestly, that our team is underperforming. I think that's quite clear. Um, when you look at the quality of our team, there's, there's no doubt we should be well entrenched in, in the finals position. That doesn't seem to be the case at, at the moment. Um, that stems from a range of things. I think of late, it's been a, a lack of confidence. You know, the, the players obviously disjointed. Um, all of those sort of things that culminate in conceding uh, five goals in a game or, you know, uh, close to 15 goals or so in, in three or four games. So... Um, a lot of things going wrong. Had meetings today all day with uh, individual players. Had a big meeting yesterday with the coaches, both about on-field and what happened through the rest of the season. So, you know, we're working towards it. They're, they're working every day at training. No one can say that, you know, these guys aren't um, given 100% effort. But, you know, it's not just about effort. It's also about the results at the end of the day. So we're looking to turn those around as a collective Brucey, with these player meetings that you that you're having and have had, mm. uh, look, we we as players we were part of these as well, and you know that when things aren't going well, that a lot of things come to the surface. Now, without going into detail, are there messages and themes coming across from the players that you know point to to some thing or things in particular that you can at least look to rectify in the future? Yeah, there are, there are. Um, you know, the feedback today was. You know, I think I'm in, a, I'm in a privileged position in the sense that my relationship with the players is at a level where they can tell me the honest truth um, without trying to 
you know, I know if they're giving me negative feedback about myself or the coaches or other players or what or the club in general or whatever it might be, the league, um, that they're doing it in the best interests of, you know, the, the team and the club, you know. So I, I got very honest feedback today. It was fantastic. You know, it's all well and good to go and have these meetings and everyone tells you what you want to hear. Um, that certainly wasn't today. And I'm dealing with characters that, you know, oh, we lost last week, so I'm upset this week. They're not like that. You know, they're, they're looking at the bigger picture and themselves are navel-gazing and, and seeing, you know, well, this has been an issue for some time and, you know, this needs to be rectified and, you know, it would really help if that happened. So um, I've, got, I've got a lot of good feedback that I can, that I can take back to the coaches as well. Well, Bruce, you're looking from the outside. The players look like uh, they're united. They all look like they, uh, you know, it doesn't look like there's any fractions on the field and even from what we hear off the field. You're saying that it's a pretty good squad. You're not getting the result. It leads to one point, the coach. So what's the story? Has the, has the coach lost the players? I mean, you might not even want to answer that. You might not be able to answer that. But that's what it looks like from the outside. Well, I think when you look at the effort, so I had a meeting with the coaches yesterday. I'm like... The players aren't working as hard. That's not the case because the GPS scores are, are, you know, the same, if not very similar to when we were winning a number of games. So, you know, I think it's 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 very easy to point the finger at the coach. I think that's what people do all the time. I don't yep. think that's completely accurate. Um, when you lose five nil or five one or five two or three nil, yeah, of course the coach takes some responsibility, but the players on the park also got to take responsibility as well. So. These players aren't saying that, you know, it's got nothing to do with us and all the rest. Like I said, they're doing, uh, you know, some very objective navel-gazing and, and, you know, they're putting their hands up as well and, and understand they need to be better. So not all not all roads lead to the coach. All right, let me ask you this question then. And, uh, you, again, you don't have to answer it. Uh, firstly, how is your relationship with Verbake and do you agree with what he's doing tactics-wise? My relationship is very good with Gershon. It's actually really good. So, which which is helpful in these sort of circumstances. Um, so, very happy to have a good good relationship with him. We speak at least a couple of times a day. Um, tactics, I don't get involved with. Player selection, I don't get involved with. I steer completely clear of that. Um, in terms of playing philosophy, that is something that I, I sort of gatekeep uh, for the club. That's part of the role. You know, we want to play um, free flowing attacking football. We have done that for periods this season. We haven't done that in recent times. And, you know, it's also possible to do that and keep a tight defence. We have failed to keep a tight defence throughout the season, even even that in, in some games where we've won. You know, beat Western United 4-3, lots of see three goals away from home, still win the game. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with our attacking, but certainly defending. I'm not talking about defenders. I'm talking about defending as a, as a unit, as a team, the organisation, the execution. It, it hasn't been good enough. And hence we find ourselves in this precarious position of, of being close to missing out on the final spot. Well, being part of uh, the role as director of football, you're, you're focusing on this season, clearly, and you have also have to have an eye on next season and beyond. And how are, how's the, the player recruitment going and, and signing of yeah. current players? Yeah, it's gone really well. So we've held on to all the players that, that, that we're really keen to hold on to. I think we've got the capacity to hold on to any players we want to hold on to. Uh, the coronavirus really puts us back in the works. I, I think not just for us as a club, 
I think, for world football. I mean, contracts start one June. Mate, the, <laughs> the next A-League season might start in the middle of next year. Like, mm. No one knows how bad this thing's going to be. No one knows how long it's going to be off for. No one knows when pre-season's going to... No one knows. Mm. No one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So um, we got our list of players. Um, I've made contact with those players and all their agents. And um, yeah. But at this point in time, considering the, 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 the financial impacts and repercussions that, that are undoubtedly going to flow on with this, it'll be uh, irresponsible, really, to be offering longer-term contracts when we don't know what tomorrow looks like. Yeah, fair enough. You mentioned the coronavirus there, Brucey. Uh, and as stupid as this may sound, with the condensed, uh, we heard that these, the games are going to go ahead behind closed doors, a condensed season. Maybe in some ways it might change your fortunes. It could do. <laughs> I hope so because they need to change. Um, but you know, we're we're just trying to manage all the logistics at the moment from from an admin side. Um, there's a lot of work that needs to happen, and a lot of things that need to go into it to make it all happen. So we're concentrating on that, and I'm happy that we're able to sign the players we did, um, especially the re-signings we've made um, prior to, to you know this Corona and COVID-19 outbreak. We're, outbreak really becoming an issue. Yeah, a lot of unknowns. And just in closing, uh, you know, a lot of people always ask with the foreign players, is uh, the owner, Pete, is he uh, sort of happy to loosen the purse strings a little bit if it all goes according to plan, like uh, spending uh, more money on on some foreign players for next season, if it happens? I don't know if it's about spending money on foreign players. I think, you know, we could spend more money, but that doesn't align align between... Yeah, well, it's not a linear line between the, the spending of money and, and, and quality. I mean, you can get someone with a very good CV that struggles in Australia. So there's always the risk that you've got to balance up. Um, I'm, you know, That's I'm your lobbying job. That's every your month job, to Bruce. get a, I'm, <laughs> I'm lobbying every month to get a, a bigger budget, but, you know, it's probably not the time for that considering all everything that's going on in the world at the moment. Yeah. Hey, Bruce, uh Gertrude came out and said a couple of weeks ago that if you're not going to spend the money on the the, the big money on the, the foreign players, then you're better off mm. developing mm. youth. Is that the is that the angle that he wants to go down? Is just to look to develop youth rather than have, the, I guess, the way I read it and the well, way I understood well, it is that yeah, he's not happy yeah. with the foreigners he's got. I don't know. Well, he didn't say that. I know he didn't Gertrude say it. Gertrude was very but direct. Reading Gertrude between the very lines. Direct. He wasn't. No, no, no. You don't need to read between the lines with this guy. If, if, uh, with our coach, if, if he wasn't happy with the foreigners he has, he would have just said it like that. He seems that um, way too. So, so, look, when I look now at the currency differentiation between the Australian dollar and the euro, yeah, you are going to have to spend an astronomical amount of money to get you know, the, the, the better European players. You know? You're going to probably have to spend close to 30 or 20% more than you know, just a number of six weeks ago. So those sort of things, you all got to take that into account. So are you better off spending all that extra money for, for a European player to come and potentially not perform? Or are you better off investing that money in the local talent and, and the club to, to develop better players? I, I, I'm, I'm more inclined to, to putting the youth, and there's some good Australian players that you could spend that money on as well. Some more seniors around. Troisi is a good example, and, and that's what we did this year. Um, so, look, I don't think it really matters where the people come from. You just want quality at the end of the day, um, whether that's foreigners or Australians. Preferably for us, it's, you know, people, South Australians. But, 
You know, you've got to work with the market that you're in. Well, we'd love to see more South Australians getting an opportunity, no doubt about that. Well, in closing, for the second time, I'm just going to leave you with this. Uh, you've been getting smashed on, not just you personally, I'm talking about the club itself, on social media. A lot of very disgruntled supporters out there. What's your message to them before you leave us? That we'll have good times at bad times. Now we're in a bad time, but if you don't go through them, then you'll never be able to enjoy the good times. So stick with the club, especially now. I mean, oh, we need our supporters now more than ever, um, considering the, the circumstances that, that, that the, the league's in. Um, and look, I think the, the players really react to, to, to the fans. When Heinmarsh is more full, uh, they perform better generally. You know, when Heinmarsh is half full, then they don't, they don't perform as good. And what I know is, it's a bit what about when it's empty? Like, what about when it's empty? Meals, why are they going to come? <laughs> but when it's um, empty, then... What happens, yeah, well, that's a whole different mental <laughs> game. So, use sound effects. You know, you hear, the, you, hear the, you hear the coaches screaming from the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a complete different atmosphere. Yeah. So, look, I think, you know, the supporters have been always fantastic uh, to the club, and I, I don't see why that won't continue to be the case. Um, but yeah, definitely some trying times at the moment and they're well within their rights to be very, very disappointed at the moment as we all are. Yeah, of course. So they well in their right. All right, Brucey, uh, thanks for being uh, honest with us, as honest as you could be anyway. Uh, this is the only time I can see you nowadays on the phone, but uh, it's uh, it's nice. I think you owe me a lunch. It's nice talking to you, buddy. And my birthday. And, uh, yeah, and his, oh, your birthday, of course. Yeah, it was nice seeing you there. Uh, Brucey, good Nice l- to see you both. Good luck for the rest of the season, mate. Good luck, Brucey. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys.